Hello, welcome guys. <clears throat> so I'm recording this. Um I'm recording this. Oh my god, the messages are coming in. I've just I've just done let me put the do not disturb on so it doesn't keep buzzing while I record this. I've just done my first ever clubhouse room and I'm recording this straight after because I am bloody buzzing. Um I Honestly, I've not been that scared to do something in a long time. Um, my friend Lisa Barry just uh, sent me a message and said, um, you're really also, you know, feel the, feel the fear and do it anyway. And I have been feeling the fear about going live in Clubhouse for ages. What was the fear I was feeling? I was feeling like, A, I was going to sound stupid. That was the main thing. Uh, the second thing was that I, I, you know, imposter syndrome. Oh, my God, I don't know enough. You know, like people are going to catch me out and and find out I don't actually know anything when, of course, I actually do. Um, the imposter syndrome kicked in. And the biggest fear was that I was going to open the room and nobody would show up. And then essentially I was just making a podcast on Clubhouse. That was my that was my fear. So I was going to open the room that no one was going to show up. But I opened the room and instantly a couple of people were there and one, um, Nick, uh, my online friend Nick instantly got pulled up onto the stage automatically, which was great. Um, probably because we are friends on Clubhouse, we're in the same room and for whatever reason, he just got pulled up straight away onto stage. Um, I also made the terrible mistake instead of, um, instead of just recording on, um, so not recording, instead of starting the room on my phone on Clubhouse, I decided to use this app um, on my desktop to get onto Clubhouse. And the app allows you to pull in sound effects and all these other things. So there was me thinking I'm going to be super cool, right? Uh, first time I go live, I use a completely new app that I've never used before, like never even... I literally downloaded it 10 minutes before the room was about to open. And I was like, oh, I'll do it this way. And then, of course, logged in and it doesn't look anything like the app. So I didn't know where anything was. Um, but I had to talk whilst trying to invite people up to the stage, deal with the hand raises, uh, trying. There was, you know, you had to scroll to the right to see different things and scroll to the left to see other things and scroll up to see. It. And it was it was made even more stressful. I don't know why I did that to myself. It was made even more stressful by using an app on my computer that I'd never used before to go live. Anyway, <laughs> I, I have sweaty armpits. If I was a man, I'd say I have sweaty balls. I, um, sweaty hands. I was pacing up. I never pace. I was stress eating before I went live, like just proper munching on like bags of crisps. I don't even know how many I got through. I was stress eating. Uh, the anxiety was incredibly high of making a tit of myself. Um, and <laughs> it was just terrifying. <laughs> when was the last time you did something? That like just put the proper willies in you, like proper made you scared. Um, it's such a weird feeling. So anyway, I I've I've done it right. This episode, I'm gonna play to you the audio from my first clubhouse room. Um, and I'm really I'm I'm re I'm really proud. I'm really proud of how the room went. Um, I'm so grateful that my gorgeous online and offline friends joined the room for the chat 
Um, at one point, we had 32 people there for a launch show, which I think is proper badass. Um, we had 32 people there. Um, and the topic today was uh, how to find your people online, right? So um, I kind of came on, introduced the group, said what the room, what it was about, and then went into the, su the subject. And I gave some of my hints, um, tips, advice on how to find people online and kind of open the floor for chat. And lots of my gorgeous friends stepped up to the plate and asked questions and added value to the room. And, oh, it was just magic. It was just magic. And now I'm absolutely buzzing and I'm buzzing to share it with you. So, this next episode, it went over an hour because we were just in flow today, chatting and having fun. Um, and I, I want to share it with you. I want my podcast family, for those of you who weren't able to be in the clubhouse room, to uh, listen to it. And before I get into the episode, please do come and join me on Clubhouse. Um, my, just put in my name, Remy Oduyemi. Uh, my name's in the in the podcast show notes. If you don't know how to spell my name, go and copy and paste that and go and find me on, on Clubhouse and give me a follow. <clears throat> and if you want to join our club, it's called the Online Business Universe. Um, so again, put that into the search in Clubhouse, Online Business Universe, and then come and press uh, become a member. And and also on my profile, there's a bell. If you click on the bell, you'll get notified every time I go live, um, every time I'm chatting. So that'll be magic. Anyway, I'm I'm just going to go and lie down in a dark room now and just let my body... <laughs> let my body decompress from all the excitement and stress levels that it's just um, been under for the last hour and a half. Um, and uh, I'll leave you with, leave you with my first ever Clubhouse episode. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the online business universe. Uh, this is what I've named the club. Um, my name is Remy and I am a business consultant and I'm a tech consultant. Uh, and I specialise in helping small business owners to help to grow their businesses online. That's what I do. Uh, what is this room all about? Uh, so this community is a safe place for entrepreneurs and small business owners to uh, come and discuss how to generate more income and clients, authority and impact online using social media. And we are likely to veer in many different directions because this is me and whether we talk about mindset whether we talk about digital marketing or whether it's beginner stuff right we can go in whatever direction we want to really um so in here you will meet and hear from coaches consultants thought leaders authors marketing agency owners online course creators podcasters speakers event hosts, all kinds of wonderful, magical people. Um, and in here, what we will share is going to be things like ideas, advice on strategy, coaching, consulting, opportunities, any opportunities you want to share, you can. Um, uh, social media, we'll talk about community groups, podcasting, podcast guests, SEO, um, apps, online marketing plans, content creation, usability, any and everything relating to social media and online businesses, right? So that's kind of what we're going to be doing here. And I personally love to cover topics on all areas of digital marketing, right? The whole digital marketing landscape really uh, kind of excites me. And that includes topics such as social media marketing, speech marketing, 
search engine marketing, online PR, email marketing, um, email list building, online PR, uh, audience growth, online advertising. These are all the types of topics that I get really excited about. So um, I want to start the room today and um, we're going to be talking about how to find your people online. Um, I'm just going to invite a couple of you up onto the stage. Um, feel free to come up if you want to and come and have a little chat with me. <laughs> come and have a little chat with me. Um, if you were here, can you just quickly say hello? Because I'm do I'm not doing this on the phone. I'm doing this on a uh, on a. Uh, on a computer and so the screen is kind of throwing me off a bit can you just um, unmute and say hello if you are on the stage with Yo. me who's that <laughs> hello nick Hi, who's that debbie, debbie. Oh, thank you, darling. Oh, I can. Oh, I can see now. There you. Are. I was on the wrong part of the screen. I can see. So we've got Nick, Joe, Esther, and Debbie up here. Thank you for coming up. Um, if Hello, any, I'm here as well, Remy. Who's who else is that? Irene. Oh, why are you not? Oh, I can't see I you. you a virtual hug as well. Thank you so much. I I can see Michelle as well. Thank you so much, Irene, as well. Um, who else is here? Hello again. Oh, it's Esther. Esther. Hello, Esther, darling. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming. Oh, I can see raised hands. Right. Hold on. I'm really sorry because I, I don't I don't know what I'm doing. Why did I decide today of all days on launch day to do it not on my phone where I'm comfortable? And instead I've um I've gone onto a computer screen. Um, cause I, the, okay. My, my thought process was, as I wanted to play jingles and music and all that stuff. So I've kind of, <sighs> I've outdid myself. That's what I've done. Anyway, forget that. Um, what, what we're going to do is we're going to start the topic today, which is how to find your people online. Um, and I'd love for you guys to join in and let me know, uh, how you find people online, but I was just going to run through some stuff, some ideas, some kind of tips and stuff to help you to find your right people online. Um, and I hope you find it useful. And then what I'd love to do is just, you know, ask you guys to unmute and, um, and join in uh, with me. So let's, uh, let's, let's start. So when we talk about how to find your people online, um, what we're really talking about is, um, we're talking about the social media platforms and where you can find your people, right? To to come and either buy from you or connect with you or whatever it is that your your goal or your purpose is. So the main social media platforms we are talking about are Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. Um, to uh, I suppose to a, a new degree, platforms like TikTok and Reels and Clubhouse will also be on those list of where generally speaking when you're talking about social media marketing you're trying to find people there's there's some of the main platforms that you would um go on to and youtube of course um you go on to to try and find people and i should throw pinterest in there because pinterest is a badass it's a badass uh, search engine that is underutilized that not enough people use in their marketing strategies right so we could just jump into those platforms and talk about the different ways that we can find people on those platforms but for me uh, for me, I think we have to just take a little step back when we talk about how to find your people online, um, because for me, it starts with knowing who those people are. So some of you will have heard about ideal client avatar or ideal client profiles. Um, uh, some of you may not have, um, but 
the idea being is that when you're trying to sell something to someone that you have an ideal person in mind who um, is likely to want to buy or have the thing that you are offering. So for me, a lot of the work in order to figure out how to find your people online, a lot of the work uh, starts with figuring out who, who, who are those people, right? Who are they? You know, what's their job title? What's their location? What's their age? Where do they hang out? You know, asking these questions about what content do they love? You know, what what are they struggling with? What are their pain points? What are their challenges? Right. And also the, the flip of that is what are their dreams? What are their aspirations? Right. Because when you understand what um, is driving those people, it makes it really easier for you to not only to find them, but to get into their mind and to get into their heart and to get into their soul by the type of content that you put out into the world, right? So understanding who the ideal client avatar is, and I, you know, I've got loads of training and stuff like this on my um, training portal that helps people with all of this stuff. So I'm not going to go massively into it because honestly, doing the ideal client avatar, that's a whole room in itself. Um, but for me, that's where you should always start is actually getting a really clear idea about who it is you're trying to reach, who they are um, and getting into their mind to understand them better. And that allows you to be able to find them. Now, some of you are at the maybe at the start of your business journey and you may not um not have done any of this stuff. You may not even have uh, an ideal client yet. But one of the things you can do is you, if you have an idea of who your ideal audience is or your ideal person is, is that you can actually go and ask them questions, right? So you can run polls, whether it's on Facebook polls, whether it's in your stories on Instagram or on Facebook or LinkedIn, you can run polls and ask people questions to find out the answers that you need to know. So, you know, to try and figure out what content, you know, really excites and motivates somebody, you can go and ask ask them questions directly. And often we don't do that enough where we just go to the source and ask them, you know, hey, you know, how can I help you? Or, or what are you struggling with? Or if you ask the questions, you can find the answers so that you can create the right type of content to put out there to, um, to, uh, to, to, to connect with them, basically, right? So once you've done the ideal client avatar work, right, or the client ideal, the ideal client profiling, once you've done that, what you end up with and what you should end up with is a list of keywords that helps you to identify who your people are, right? Because you'll know these things about them. And you can use those keywords to go to all the different social media platforms um, to use those keywords to search for those people that you want to connect with. And that's why it's really important that we we do the ideal client work early on in, in the early stages of your business so that we can have the tools we need to go and find the people that we want to bring into our world. So um, with keywords um, that you've generated about your ideal person or your ideal audience, you could go on to LinkedIn, for example, and put in a job title to bring up a list of people that might be relevant to you and your business. So the people that you want to connect with, that's how you might integrate using a keyword onto a social media platform. You can do that on Facebook as well. You can do that on um, Instagram. You can use the search function using the right keywords to help you to find people 
online. Now, I'm aware that I've just been rabbiting for quite a while and I do have more notes, but I would just like to open it up now to some of you guys. Does anybody want to add um, some thoughts on how to find people online or share any stories about ways in which you like to find people online? Um, just to give my mouth a little bit of a rest from jibber-jabbering on. And, <laughs> and um, oh, we've got something else to invite up on stage. Um, and uh, to hear some some other voices, really. Does anybody else want to share some thoughts? No? Okay. Well, I'll keep talking then. Fine. Um, <laughs> hold on. We've got a raised hand from the stage. Let's see. Um, I'm so sorry, morning, Remy. I know you just you just me up. So I, just, I, I, I just wanted to come up and... Uh, and sit next to you. I know how daunting it, it can Thank be doing you. on your own for the first time. And I'm just driving around today, going to various locations, viewing some properties. And uh, I was listening this morning uh, and I thought, well, I'll just, I just join you. And um, I'll be honest, my social media is dismal. So I thought, let's uh, <laughs> let's get on here as well and I'll have a listen. Oh, bless <laughs> you. Thank you so much for coming up. Yeah, it is. It's very daunting. And I'm not going to lie. I was... I've been pacing and I've got sweaty palms and I've been pacing. I'd never pace. Today I was pacing up and down my my living room um before <laughs> before getting started because I was like, oh my God, I don't wanna I don't wanna stuff this up. Um so thank you for coming up and giving me a little virtual hug. I appreciate all of you who are up here on stage with me because uh yeah, it is quite nerve-wracking. Um so I'll, I'll I'll carry on for a little bit more then. Um and you know, feel free to interrupt at any time. Uh stop me from jibber jabbering on um but so um so one of the ways that you can find people online is to use the keywords um to search as i've already said so if we look at somewhere like a platform like linkedin for example right not only not just using the keywords but what what i like to do is to um to use linkedin to look at and do some research on there look at the people that i'm interested in you know whether it's i've, I've used their 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 job titles, whether I've used keywords um, that are related to, to my business, is I then make sure I am finding people who are active on, on the platform. So there's no there's no point in following people or aligning yourself with people if they're not active. So you can find out if someone is active by going onto their profile and having a look at when they last posted, when they last updated their job settings and making sure they are active on that platform before you either reach out to them or you follow them or you try and make a connection with them. Just make sure it is someone active. What you don't want to do is be filling up your, um, your social media following with people who are inactive right? Because it's just dead space. And every time you then post content, you're, you're essentially posting content out to dead space and people that are not seeing it. And we know that the algorithm restricts, um, what, particularly on Facebook and Instagram, uh, we know that the algorithms restrict a lot of what you share organically anyway. So you want to make sure that the people that you are following or the people that you are bringing into your world are actually, um, you know, active people they're not just dead accounts because you're essentially wasting an opportunity to reach somebody in your world who is um active the other thing when it comes to so nailing your ideal client is the first thing i would encourage you all to do right on your ideal private profile ideal client profile avatar right getting that right is really important but the next thing that i think is really important is that you set yourself some goals about 
the people that you actually want to find? How many people do you genuinely need to find? Right. Ask yourself that question, because often what happens is when we're doing online marketing, we kind of create content and we just throw it out there um, like a big old net and we just kind of haul it in and see what we catch. Right. But when you start to set some goals around how many people you actually need to find, you might be surprised to find that it's not as many as you think. And again, this 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 is taking it slightly a step further out again. And we are talking about um, um, we're talking about business goals here as well. But let's say your goal was to make, I don't know, two grand a month and you're selling a product that's um, uh, 150 pounds then you need to do the maths of how many people do you actually need to find, which will then help you um, to define how often you need to be online, where you need to be online and, and what sort of numbers you should be pulling in in terms of leads. But without a goal, what you're, you're doing is you're just spreading yourself thin and hoping and hoping that somebody will um, just kind of reach out to you. Um, Hey Damien, how are you? I'm great, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm very nervous. I'm very I'm sweating. I've got sweaty palms. You're doing fantastic. You're doing amazing. <laughs> I'm loving it. Go, go, go. Thanks, Damien. Um, yeah, so um really set a goal about how many people you need to bring into your world. For some people, that number might be I just need to connect with 10 people a month. I need to have 10 conversations a month, right? And then you break that down into weeks. Some some of you, that'll be 100 people or 1,000 people. If you're running challenges, then you might be looking to reach, I don't know, anywhere between two to 5,000 people a month in order to get 1,000 people to show up to your challenge, right? So really start to dig deep with setting some goals around how many people do you actually really need to meet um, each month or each week? And again, that will be dependent on your own financial goals. What you know, how much do you need to make this month, or how much do you need to make this week? Will then determine how many people you actually really need to be connecting with each week. So make sure you are setting some goals. So that would be my second point. First goal is nailing your ideal client and your ideal um, client avatar profile. The second point is setting some goals. Um, and just really trying to look at what you are trying to achieve with your business. You know, ask yourself, are you trying to grow a brand or are you trying to, for example, grow a group? Because they are different goals and they require different online activities for you uh, to be doing. The third thing is getting clear about um, who, you're, who you're trying to reach. Are you trying to find people to sell to? So customers or are you trying to connect with businesses that you want to collaborate with, right? What are some of your personal goals for your business? Are you trying to collaborate with people? Because collaborating, you know, again, can open the doors to bring in more new people into your world. Or are you actively putting out content because you want to um, get customers to come and buy from you, right? So really think about your strategy of what you're trying to do to find those people, and get clear on those goals. Um, and so, I mean, my final thought really is now is really for us to just to jump into some of the platforms really uh, like Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and give you some tips and stuff about how to find people on those platforms. But again, I'd love to open it up to any of you guys if you want to come up and and share some thoughts on on anything really related to social media and, and 
how you market your business or you find people online, I welcome any of you to come and share some thoughts with me. Um, Good afternoon, Rems. Who's that? Is that Shaq? That is Shaq. Shaki! <laughs> Hello, my darling. What would you like to share? Um, just, I just obviously saw that he's doing the room today. And again, I just wanted to come and show some support. Thank uh, you. Obviously, me and you've known each other for a good number of years. Yes. And um, you've always been amazing at what you do. So it's nice to come and hear what you're doing. Thank um, you. I think what's what's really important um, from what you've just shared is, is, is the clarity. Because we can all go out and do gun-ho and say, like, I need to, you know, put content out there. And sometimes it can be overwhelming. But just that short, very short list that you've given just then, having that clarity um, changes everything. Oh. And, and I guess we can, because we can all do the work. Yeah. The work's not that hard. I think it's just often we don't really sit down. And I've done stuff in the past, and I didn't have an ideal um, client avatar. I was just putting out content just for content's sake. Um, yeah. And so over the years, I've sort of learned to refine it. I've got quite a love-hate relationship with social media. I'm quite a private person traditionally, but I've got to play the game. Yeah. So, um, it's just, I probably, I know there's quite a lot of people that are very similar like that, or they're not necessarily, um, they're not necessarily people that like to be in front of the camera and have to learn to adjust or grow comfortable with it. Um, so it's just to say that, it's it is a process. It's something we all kind of gotta I get get better at if we're not naturally like that. But I think just having that clarity you said um, initially changes the game for everything. And sometimes we're putting stuff out or reaching out to people, and our numbers or the amount of people we might need to connect with might not be that high in the first place. It could literally be ten people a month yeah. when you break it down. That's two, three people a week. Yeah. So it makes it quite easy. So I guess it's it's creating content or doing everything with purpose and really having that purpose. What you've literally listed already I think is very, very useful. Oh. Um as simple as it is, it's sometimes easier to strip it back down, go back to the basics yeah. and just work out, you know, is it a brand you're creating? Are you creating a community? Um is it a service offering? Are you, you know what 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 is it you're trying to do? And it's going back from there. Yeah, I love that, Shaq. Yeah, it is. It is that. And sometimes we just need that reminder because it's like we, we do. We wake up and it's like, oh, what am I going to put out today? Right. But actually, if we if we take it back to the basics of like, what is your goal? What are you trying to achieve or how much are you trying to make? And therefore, how many people do you need to reach? It can be sometimes we just we just need that reminder. Um, does somebody want to come in? Yes, please, Remy, if that's okay. I mean, great show. Ricky! How you doing, Remy? You're doing a great job. I couldn't speak earlier. I was in the gym. So, you had all sorts of sounds going on. Huffing, puffing, grunting, moaning, screaming. <laughs> so I thought maybe it's not a good time to come in. <laughs> so I'm now sat in my car and it's pissing down with rain. But, yeah, um, I've got... My, I mean, I wanted to share my thoughts on the whole social media thing, if that's okay. Please and do. open up to a question to the panel, I guess. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, I'm... I'm I've got Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Um, did have Snapchat, got rid of that. What else have I got? Those three are the main platforms that I'm in. But to be honest, I mainly use Instagram. Now, for me, social media, I'm a bit, a bit, I'm a bit uh, of an old school type of person. I used to have a flooring business. So for me, having a shop front um, and having customers walking in, the footfall of customers, that, that was my shop front, right? Yeah. Um, doing jobs, doing good jobs, customer service, recommendations, and that's how I built my business up. But fast forward 20 years and social media has come along, Instagram, Facebook, and I think now is the opportunity where you can reach out to 
a lot of people worldwide, I guess, right, with certain platforms, and you can attract customers. And I'm kind of slowly learning that. So for me, Instagram is my, my favorite platform. Um, not so active with uh, putting so much content out on a daily basis, which is one of my, um, one of my um, what's the word, kind of, um, kind of shortfall, should I say. Mm. I should be posting more often. But um, I think Instagram for me is, is like my shop front now. Yeah. And, and being on Clubhouse as well has definitely accelerated that because you're speaking to people on a regular basis through this platform. And if you've got your Instagram linked up to your bio, uh, a natural thing for someone to do is they hear you speak, they might resonate with you, they'll scroll down, look at your bio, and then they go into your Instagram and then they see what you're actually doing. And you can create that connection and then you get a message or a DM. And, and straight away, you've got that connection and, and, and interaction with someone, right? Yeah. So for me, I think it's a very important um, platform. But my question is, is do you need to be posting content on every single platform on a regular basis, on a daily basis? Because to me, that's just seems like a big chore and a big headache, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> or can you just stick to one platform that you like and just post? start regularly and, and interact with people on that one platform yeah that's a brilliant question ricky and I, i'm going to answer it but i also want to open it up to the panel as well to get everyone else's um thoughts on this as well but um one of the things i i always do with my clients when we're doing this type of work is i always ask them to start with one platform right and master that one platform before trying to overstretch themselves doing all the things because it it then becomes a full-time job just you know trying to update your facebook your instagram your linkedin your youtube everything right it just becomes too much so i always say start with one and then um and then go from and go from there. Um, the other thing I like to say is, again, it goes back to your ideal client. I, you'll get used to this. I wang on about ideal client all the time, right? Because everything kind of goes back to that. Because what you really need to understand is where your ideal client is and be on that platform, right? So you might love Instagram, Ricky, um, but if your clients are not there, then there's little point in you being there, right? So um, and that comes back to understanding who you're, and, and I'm not saying your clients are not there. I'm just saying that's just as an example. Um, so, or, or I like to spend a lot of time on Facebook, but actually I suspect most of my clients are mostly on LinkedIn, right? So, um, so it's about understanding who your people are and where they are, which is where you should be. And I really think that one or two platforms as a maximum, right? So that's what I would suggest that people do is one or two platforms so they don't burn out so they don't fall out of love with it and make sure at least one of those two platforms are a platform that you enjoy being on right so yes you need to be on a platform where your people are but um so i i for example don't make a lot of tiktoks or reels um um i like i like making videos but i just i, I don't do that that much because it doesn't excite me that much but i can spend all day on facebook or on linkedin or instagram um, because i like those platforms so if you choose a platform to be on that you don't like, you are then less likely to use it. You are less likely to show up and you are less likely to reach out and make connections. So it's a combination of those things. But I, I would my answer is no, you don't have to be on all the platforms. It would be great if you could because you reach a much more diverse audience. Right. So. Um, for example, um, I'm more moving into speech marketing. So I'm doing more podcasts and I'm doing more. Uh, clubhouse rooms um depending if i you know don't have a heart attack after doing this today um 
and uh, I do a lot of stuff on Facebook and I have a Facebook group, right? So, which is why my Instagram isn't great because I don't really spend a lot of time on Instagram and my LinkedIn's not great because I don't spend a lot of time there, right? But these are the places where I feel most comfortable. And um, so I spend time there and that's also, you know, where I believe my audience are. I'll soon find out whether Clubhouse and uh, podcasting is where my audience are. Um, but I have had leads from Clubhouse already and that's just been on other people's platforms in Clubhouse. So. Um, but it's about finding the, the social media platform that A, you enjoy using and that you will use. And also it's, for me anyway, it's, it's, it's being where your people are. If you are on the wrong platform, then it doesn't matter how great your content is, your people won't see it, right? So um, doing the work, doing the ideal client groundwork stuff of knowing who that person is that you're trying to reach for your individual business, knowing where they are. And you can also just do a Google search, right? You could go to Google and do social media stats, right? And you could look at what age group is using Instagram right now? What age group is using Facebook right now? What age group is, you know, using TikTok? So if I was in a business where I was making, um, I don't know, designer denim, for example, and I'm trying to reach under 25 market, then I'm likely to be um, either over on TikTok or on Instagram. Um, if that's what the social media stats show where sort of, you know, 18 to 25 year olds are primarily hanging out. So by doing, by identifying who your person is, um, roughly their age group, their demographics, and then going to Google and saying, okay, which platform is my demographic is? If I am, um, I know there's somebody in here who um, uh, supports people who have hysterectomies and that's mostly going to be well, not mostly, it's females, and uh, of a certain age, right, then it, I would then look at, well, what platforms are most females on, right? Uh, you know, is it Pinterest? Is it Instagram? Is it Facebook? And then I would promote or market my business on a platform where my people are. So it's it's about all of those things. Um, I hope that, that was a bit of a long-ass answer, but um, that's, that's kind of how Fantastic, I look at it. Fantastic, Remy. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, just a follow-up question, if you don't mind, before you pass the mic on. Yeah, go on. Is that um, I don't really pay for sponsored adverts, right? I've done it every so often. Um, I know there's a, 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 a specific way that you need to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you can touch on that a bit later. But I, I usually grow my audience just through organic followers. Yeah. Um, is, is that okay to do that, or should yeah. you be kind of paying for sponsored adverts to reach your your target market and audience that's a great another great question ricky um uh listen i uh, ads are great but organic marketing is is fine for the majority of people right so um ads are great if you want to increase the speed of reaching people so if you want to go faster then yes you pay for ads and ads will put your content in front of more people more quickly because the organic reach won't do that. However, you can still get tremendous success from just using an organic approach. And that often, um, sorry, uh, I'm doing it on a computer. So notifications keep coming through. Apologies. So um, organic, you can, you can grow your, your reach organically um, by doing things like being consistent, so showing up consistent um 
I'm not sure who's got their mic open, but could you mute yourselves for me, please? Um, uh, yeah, by showing up organically, showing up consistently and creating content that speaks to the right people, right? So um, it was really interesting. We was over in the Property 101, Investing 101 group earlier today. Um, I, I can't see if Damien's still here or not. Um, um, easy and, and here, oh, okay right. <laughs> i'm just going to use you as an example damien because you talked about how you um on your instagram profile you normally post sort of business related stuff and the other day you posted a personal um a personal uh picture of your your wife and your your daughter and how you got so much more comments and engagements, right? And and that most of the stuff on your page, you're posting consistently and regularly, but it doesn't get a lot of comments, but it gets a lot of likes, right? And what we we really want when we're trying to master this kind of social media thing is we want the engagement, right? So likes and love hearts and all that, great. But what we really want is is comments. And the, the, the reason you saw that that uptake and that increase was because what you did was you opened, you pulled the curtain like the Wizard of Oz, Damien. You pulled the curtain so we could see behind, the man behind, and we got a little glimpse. And you um, you showed a bit more of yourself, right? And, and I believe, personally, um, and, you know, if you guys look at my social media, you see I'm quite open with my personal stuff. Now, I'm not saying you have to do all personal stuff, but the minute we start to open up a bit more and let people see behind us, not just behind the scenes of our work, but the behind the scenes of our life, what we do is we allow people the opportunity to connect with us at a slightly deeper level. And that is what made people come up and comment. And because it's like, oh, wow, like, a, it's a pattern interrupt, right? Because if you look at Damien's uh, social media, you know, there's lots of business stuff and there's lots of behind the scenes videos um, of him, which are brilliant. Um, he's definitely channeling his Gary V for sure. Um, but the, the minute you then throw in something that's not business related, it's a pattern interrupt and it stops people scrolling and it makes people go, ah, something different, right? And then not only is it something different, it's something personal. And now we see you as the person, we see a bit more of you. And so a lot of what I teach is uh, again about relationship building and connection building and it's that type of thing so as much as we want to promote our businesses and what we're doing we also need to every now and then throw in a little nugget right whether that's you know you at the gym working out now that's inspirational to people right that's showing your work ethic whether that's throwing in a picture of your children that's showing you're a family orientated person that allows people to connect with you who have families or want families right so we have to kind of give a little bit of ourselves um, out there. And, and I, know it's, I know it's hard because some people want their privacy and they don't want their family and all that stuff um, on social media. But there are different ways that you can be more personal and more open on social media. And But when you do that, what it does is it allows people to connect with you and want to step more into your world. Um, I hope you don't mind me using you as an example, Damien. Um, not at all, Rebecca. That's a great, a great, very great comedy you just said. I couldn't agree with you more. My, my knowledge is limited, as you know, because I've been talking to you about it behind the scenes. Yeah. You give me some great tips, but I'm slowly learning, and, and yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, no, and it, it was magic. Um, So, um, yeah, I don't know where we want to go next. Does anybody else want to come up? I was just going to say, Remy, it's a Shaq speaking. Hello, Shaq. Um, I, I remember Damon making that point earlier, and I, and I couldn't relate more. Um, literally like you know you're putting the business stuff up 
and engagement is is is, is so much uh, less yeah. in comparison to personal stuff. And um, sometimes I'm in the mood, I'm up for it. I put up, you know, I get more like sometimes from 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 my dinner. <laughs> yes. Like, what, is, what is this? I've gone through, but I've, I've posted a cocktail and it, it gets way more engagement. But I guess it's it's just people. It's where people's heads are at. Yes. And I guess it's sometimes people just like the switch off. But I've, it's it's weird. I find there's way more engagement with the simple things. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it does make me a bit like, wow, it took me ages to put that video together and edit it and add subtitles for like, a, you know, a, a far less <laughs> engagement. But um, I don't know. One thing I will say is that, um, to touch on Damien's point, I think a lot more people see it than we realise, if that makes sense. So the engagement and the comments is a lot less, but people still see 100%. it. 100%. And, and that's what I've kind of focused on. So even though I won't get the comments and people won't necessarily ask me anything, I'll, I'll see an impact maybe a few months down the line. Someone will pop up and say, oh, I saw this thing yes. a couple of months ago. I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. Just watching. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and I completely relate to yeah, there are a lot of silent lurkers, man. And But that's the thing, is people get dissuaded by that because when you don't get that instant gratification and you put all this work in, you put this content out and then no one likes it or barely in, and you're like, oh, man, was it worth it? Yeah, it's worth it, right? Because people are still seeing it. And um, I, the amount of people that have bought my courses and workshops who have never liked anything I've put out, who I've never spoke to, but they've been watching. They've been watching in the wings. They're in my group. They're silent. They don't speak. And then out of nowhere, I'll wake up and they, and they will have bought from me, right? Because they've been, and it com it's a compound effect that the more we keep putting stuff out, people are seeing it and it's it's imprinting on them, right? So we, we still need to continue on. And it's one of the things I say, like when you're going live for the first few times and nobody comes on, don't worry about it because people will watch on replay. And it's your message still comes across and still lands with people as long as you're being consistent this is why i talked about being consistent earlier as being one of the the fundamental things that you've got to do because even if no one's barely liking or loving or what you're whatever you're doing if you just keep consistently doing doing and showing up and posting it it does it does compound and it does work people will surprise you like Shaq just said you know, people will get in touch and say, oh, I saw this thing that you did. Or, and I get that at the school run. I post stuff and then people come up to me and none of them have liked anything that I've I've posted, but they'll come and have a full-on conversation about whatever I've posted. And I'm like, oh, so you, you saw it then? Like, give me some love. But, you know, it's just how it is. People are weird. Humans are weird. Um, and especially online, <laughs> they are quite weird in how, how people operate. But as long as you are consistent with your posting as long as you are clear about um who it is you want to attract into your world who it is you want to connect with your content should continue along that and I love what Damien does on his page and he's consistent he's a property uh, investor right so that's that's his that's his jam and so he does that really well and he keeps on on brand with all of that um and him throwing in a little curveball the other day of his is his family picture and talking about that um just kind of woke up some of those lurkers to go ah oh, you know there's something new we've learned about about damien so um it's nice to do that and it doesn't always have to be your family it could be as Shaq said you know 
your meal, right? It could be a cocktail. It could be um, it could be you in the gym. It could be you going for a walk. It could be you dipping your feet in the water. People like to just see that you're a human, right? Because sometimes um, people switch off. If all you talk about is business, 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 people switch off. The same way if you're just selling, 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 selling all the time, people switch off, right? So you have to keep interrupting it and mixing up that content to attract people into your world. And one of the easiest ways to find your people online, bringing it back to topic, is to be consistent, is to show up and is to regularly put stuff out there. Um, like my mouth's foaming. Somebody, somebody come up and speak. <laughs> All right, I can just jump in, really. Mm. Sorry, sorry, just very quick, and then because I'm, I'm going to speak culture, but just very quick, and then just because what Shaq, what's happening, brother? By the way, I'm trying to get Shaq onto our room as a guest speaker. He's going to be coming up soon, hopefully. But I think I'm going to ready. Yes. Um, but just go. Of what Shaq said there, it, it's, it's so freaking true, right? When I started your social, you know what? One of my motivators, one of my, my biggest motivator was the business, was the money, was the networking. It was solely for business perspective. I wanted to get out there and meet new people and get some investors on board, right? But um, another big motivator for me was, was seeing the amount of BS that was online in my sector, the property investing sector, right? Because I can tell when someone is just BSing or not because it's my, my industry. Um, and I was so focused on putting stuff out there that proved my worth. It was kind of like I was guilty until, until proven innocent. I just thought, I don't want to be seen as one of these people that is another BS talker. So my whole, and you say about the Gary Vee thing, right? I just want you to just post stuff about my day-to-day -day life to yeah. show people that I am the real deal. Like I'm not just another one of these guys that's been on a property investing course or they've read a book and suddenly they want to sell a service or you, you can invest with them and they don't really know what they're doing. I was so focused on that and that's kind of why my grid is the way that it is. And, and I've realized for a while now that I do need to make it more personal. And it, it's, it's definitely my uncomfortable zone that I need to cross over to. But a great point that you and Shaq both made them, which is that you never know who's watching. I can't even tell you the amount of people that reach out to me and they're like, oh, yeah, Damien, I've been watching your, I've, I've binge watched you. I'm like, but you, I've only got about like 50 subscribers on my YouTube. Like all these really kind words that means, and if people want to reach out and invest money with me, they've never even met me. Damien, can I invest this money with you? Of course, you can. Let's jump on a call. Let's get a meeting going. And these are people that have been following you for so long, you don't even know because they never interact. And they become a client, they become an acquaintance, they become um, a JV partner, they become whatever you want them to be. And then you start to nurture that relationship. So yeah. that's, that's such a fantastic way. Yeah, no, brilliant, Damien. Thank you for that. And uh, yeah, man, it's 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 all love. I am um, I'm I'm a big fan of Gary Vee, and I believe in documenting uh, the journey as well. And I think you did it really well. Um, but yeah, think, sorry, you really, really, just... I found really helpful. Sorry, Ricky, do you want to go on? No, go on, Shay. After you, after you. Something that I found quite helpful, um, which. Because sometimes I get stuck, like I don't know what to post, and mm. you know, it, it can be a little bit overwhelming. Is um, I've found a couple of um, content calendars quite useful, and I guess with that, then it means that you can um, you can sort of space the content out where you can answer, you can be of service, so you can maybe use one day to answer a good question, one day to show behind the scenes, one day to do this, one day to do that, but then you can slide in the the, the personal stuff or the things that yeah. are outside of your work. So then it's like you don't have to constantly think on your feet. You can sort of plan it a bit. So Definitely. maybe hypothetically speaking, on Mondays you sit down, you, you, you know, 
know, you plan it all out and say, you know, every Friday I'll post like, you know, a nice meal to say like, this is, you know, how I celebrate the end of the week. But then it kind of means you get to fit everything in there without being overwhelmed on your feet on the day. Like, what should I post now? So that's been quite helpful for me. Yeah. Um, just having, a, having a content calendar, having just an idea of how I plan the weeks out. Yeah, no, that's magic. Ricky, I'm going to come to you two secs. Um, I I like that idea. I've just written that down, Shaq. I'll probably do a room on that, on content calendars, content pillars, and how the best way to kind of show up online and to mix up your content. Um, and also, Lisa Barry is one of my um, content um, uh, coaches. She's going to be coming into the room, and I, I'll, I'll try and pin her down for one session because she is absolutely magic when it comes to content. She's a copywriter, so she'll be uh, popping up in the room hopefully soon she's just on a call right now but she, otherwise she would have been here but um so we, we'll go into that in a bit more detail but that's a that's a good tip shack about having a content calendar i do have some free ones um on the next room i will um i will put a link up i'll get a link to it and then i'll come and share it for you guys if you want to kind of use that uh, i'll give that away for free as well um just before we go to ricky um can everyone who is here um can you um because I've got some of my lovely friends, uh, real life friends, online friends, all up here on stage. If you could all uh, give everyone up on stage a follow the speakers um, and just to show some love. And can you please follow me? Because I'm 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 wet behind the ears and, and fresh and new to this. So um, if you could give everyone a little follow, show a little bit of love for them for coming up and um, uh, virtually hugging me and supporting me today. I would really appreciate that. Um, Joe, I saw you flash earlier. I'm just going to go to um, Ricky, but you might have been clapping, Joe, and then we'll come and see if you want to speak after Joe. Ricky, over to you, my darling. Thanks, Remy. And also follow the club as well, the little green oh, yes. online business universe. Yes, thank Get you, Ricky. <laughs> and also, Remy, if, if you click on Remy's profile, there's a little bell icon. If you click on that, you'll be notified each time she opens up a room so you don't miss these rooms. And you know what? I've really enjoyed this room, to be honest. Oh, thank I'm you. Conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and Shaq raised a good point there, right, about content. And I do struggle with content. And I know people say, look, just post, just post it, just post it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be professional. It doesn't have to be polished. But I do want it to be you know, quite polished to a certain degree yeah. and good content. Because the last thing I want to do is put a post up and I know it's not all about the likes, but you put a post up and you get three likes, you know. For me, that's going to be a bit disheartening. <laughs> you know? So that does, <laughs> that kind of delays me putting up posts. But the thing with Instagram, I want to give Instagram as an example because I do love Instagram, is that if you go onto my Instagram and you scroll through my posts, people will build up this image of me right of me personally they'll see that i'll go to the gym they'll see that i'm a family man i've got kids they'll see that i'm into property and that's what it's all about right personal brand is getting people to know who you are as a person um but a question that i've got is i used to have a personal instagram account i used to also have a separate business instagram account so i used to put all my personal personal stuff on my personal account all the business stuff on my business account and i thought to myself this is i mean it's hard work having one account as it is right but having two accounts is even more hard work. so i've got i actually got rid of my personal account and just got a business account now um so is that the right thing to do or should you have two accounts or should you just have one account and put your personal mix it with business and create that personal brand around that um that was my question 
another another good question a really great question um i've got two accounts i've got a personal account and a business account my personal account is dead i, I don't think i've even logged in there in like a year maybe um i <laughs> i basically now just do everything on my business account because i kind of made the decision that um you know i am my business i am a personal brand right so um, I do share business stuff on there. And then when I'm in the mood and feeling inspired, I will share personal stuff on there as well. If you are on my, if you follow me on Facebook, you'll see that is, that's the, a real example of me sharing business and personal stuff. Um, Instagram, I've kind of neglected for a long time. It's only since being on back on, in, uh, on Clubhouse that I've kind of really started thinking, oh, I actually, I need to kind of up my Instagram game because uh, it's a bit weak. But Facebook, I, yeah, I share very personal stuff. I, um, cause I'm, I'm quite an open book, um, on my story and my journey. And I, for me, it also helps with building connections. I think people connect to me because I am so open and honest about, you know, trials and tribulations and stuff, but that works for me and it doesn't work for everyone. And, um, you, you kind of have to pick, how um open and transparent you are willing to be with your personal life and also remembering that um the stories that you share and this is a lisa barry thing lisa barry taught me this the the personal stories that you share sometimes are not your stories to share so you know if you're talking about your wife or your kids um you know to make sure you have permission to do that um you know my daughter's seven so she don't really have much to say right now but when she gets older there might be times where she's like mommy actually I don't I don't want you to share that and so I would have to respect that but I'm quiet I'm quiet <laughs> I'm known for sh over, maybe oversharing um but for me it's just who I am and then that allows people to either like me or loathe me whatever um so it's yeah it's, it's finding the right balance I think so um I think it's okay to have a business account on Instagram and to share personal things on it because behind your business is a human being and people want to see you as the human being. So that's my strategy in that I, I have a business Instagram. I do have a personal Instagram. I hardly ever use the personal. I don't even log in anymore. Um, and I just kind of put, you know, and, but I do, there are moments where I hesitate. I hesitate on posting some deep personal stuff on my business account on Instagram because I do think well is this is this right to share here on Facebook I'm very open but on Instagram I, I'm a bit more reserved and I think it's because of the audience are slightly different on Instagram I feel to Facebook um so uh I'm more open on Facebook less so on Instagram but I do try and keep it as a little bit personal where I can I think you made the right decision, Ricky. I think, you know, if, if, because it is hard work having two Instagram accounts. It, it is. And if you don't need that extra stress, having one account and mixing it up here and there, you know, getting a nice little content plan in place and mixing it up and weaving in a little bit of personal life um, uh, with your business is, is a great, is a great way to go, I think. Um, and if anyone wants to agree or disagree, you know, feel free to open your mics and, um, you know, come on up. Come and have a little chat. <laughs> Thanks, Remy. Joe, Joe, Joe. Hi, hi, Remy. Uh, well done today. Enjoying it. Thank you, darling. Good uh, support as well. Um, yeah, I've got two business uh, Instagrams related to a personal one I don't use, but mm. um, yeah, and I've kept them separate. And it is hard work. <laughs> <laughs> All my branding is separate as well. So. Um, 
but I don't feel I could mix them. Okay. So, yeah, it's uh, mainly because I was going to actually come on early. I know I popped off my uh, mic earlier because um, I was thinking about uh, LinkedIn. Because I service personal, some people's personal needs yeah. as opposed to their business needs. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're working with anxiety and I work with people who need help with MECFS um, and now long COVID. Um, it's not something you can actually track down on LinkedIn. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not quite sure how to go about finding that avatar there. However, I have made some good contacts that I could collaborate with. So I Brilliant. think that's a great use of the uh, LinkedIn. But I'm kind of, yeah, not quite finding the, the niche there for um, what I do. However, um, I really like instagram and i've always been a facebook lover yeah um and i suppose part of it is um i've got linked facebook accounts to each instagram uh business accounts but obviously the business account um the business stretch on um facebook is appalling <laughs> um and instagram is so much so much better <laughs> so so much better so yeah definitely advocate that even though um yeah I'm doing two and I think the main reason I'm doing two is because the one um to do with chronic fatigue syndrome um is it's just a, a poor history of allocating anxiety to the whole thing mm. so although I'm an anxiety therapist as well difficult to mix the two um and still appeal to the right audience because that's not what I believe but I know that's got a bit of, of, of um yeah past history so that's the reason why I separate the two um yeah, so, so, yeah, my main question is, when you're going on about Avatar, mm. was how do you, if you're not servicing a business, if you're doing, you know, helping people with a personal issue, mm. how do you actually find them? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so um, that's, yeah, that's it's quite a, well, listen, it's, you can still reach people even if you are dealing with personal issues, right? Because we, we see people who do things like relationship therapists or um, deal with um, death and things like that or, you know, some quite heavy topics. Um, it's, again, <laughs> sounded like a broken record. It's, it's about going back to your ideal client, right? And really, really doing the work there to identify who are the people that you need to reach and really doing the work around the, the the issues the pain points and getting really clear of of okay so saying somebody has anxiety or chronic fatigue is one thing they are keyword searches alone right but it's about understanding a bit more about that person which you will do as a therapist because you have clients you can use them as guinea pigs and ask them questions if not personal questions but questions about their lifestyle which will give you the information you need to use as keywords to go out and to find them again I mentioned at the beginning about using polls um, asking questions sending out questionnaires to existing customers or clients that you've had asking them questions to get the answers that you need to find future customers and it doesn't have to be talking necessarily about their deep personal things it could be lifestyle questions that you're asking them you're trying to learn all the things about that person to build a picture 
to give you the keywords and the informations that you can go out there and either search for them or to find the right groups or the right communities where those people are. But I think what you need to do is just to, to take it back to the beginning again. Literally, I would list it down, Joe, on a piece of paper, all of the elements that make up your clients that come to you as a therapist. What What is the things that they all have in common? And you can either do that on your own by kind of writing them down and go, okay, I saw this person and they had this, this and this. And I saw this person and they had this, this and this. And trying to find the commonality that builds up the people that are coming to you. And if you know those things, it's not it's not um, just going out and searching for them using keywords, but then using that information and turning that into whether it's uh, content or content with stories that resonates with other people who have those simon commonalities to attract them into your world. Does that make sense, Joe? It does, yeah. And I'm actually finding that Instagram's very good for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know it's probably better than Facebook for that. Um, whether it's just a younger audience who like to, you know, feel more comfortable out sharing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that is it's definitely growing that way because I only I really am quite a newbie to to Instagram um, and my second uh, one only only launched I don't know three weeks ago four weeks ago yeah. so so yeah it, it's it's proving to be um, more effective definitely than Facebook and I have to agree with the uh, people who don't like don't comment don't say <laughs> anything and then contact you out of the blue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wanting to be a client so so yes yeah don't yeah don't give up don't, yeah absolutely don't give don't and the other thing i found that people don't realize is that when you just press the like button it shares that content further yeah yeah and tell people that and they have no idea so you know i think oh nothing's like that at all and mm. i nearly gave up on my facebook group for that reason and then i bump into people and go i love your post you do every single morning i'm thinking <laughs> Well, why don't you just put like it? <laughs> Not gonna be just so it spreads a little further, so other people can see it too. So because I, because I learned that, I now like absolutely everything. Well, bless you. Even if it's not for me, I just think if I can just post, you know, help that post spread yep. a little further, reach the people it needs to reach to. Yep. Then you know. It, so much better for yep. everyone. No, absolutely. And I remember watching this Gary V uh, episode, and he talked about how um, he encourages people to like, like and share for that reason. But he also opened up his own post. And he said, "I don't care if you tag me in your post, right?" Because his thought was that you, you, if I was going to tag Gary V, and I have done that a couple of times, what it does is it exposes me to his audience. Um, and then it exposes them people into my world as well, right? So, you know, these are kind of other strategies that you can use. I mean, it is going to piss some people off. And the only reason I've ever tagged him is because he kind of raised his hand and went, yeah, I don't mind if you do that. Like, you know, I'm, there's enough of us to go around, right? But it is that thing. And a lot of people don't realize that, yeah, um, when people like your post or, you know, have any engagement on your post, it does then expose it to more people, right, from, from the people that are um, 
liking or commenting on your post a comment is the best thing so i mean my, my tip would be to either ask people to like literally in the wording of your post ask people to comment like leave a comment or you know ask a question so that they have to answer it a really simple question could be a yes or no question um but what you want is people to actually have an easy way to comment and uh, get engaged and ask them to either save your post or share your post because that, they, that is the way to increase your reach to find more people. If someone is sharing your post to their audience, it opens you up to so much more people. But people often won't do it unless you ask. And a lot of people are scared to ask. And literally, it could just be the last line of every post that you make. It could be, please share this with one friend, or please share this uh, to your stories, or please share this, you know, wherever, right? If you ask people to take that action, they will take the action. So, um, that was a brilliant share, Joe. My, my only question for, um, before we move on, Joe, is do you definitely need two Instagram accounts? Because the, the things that I've written down with chronic fatigue and anxiety, right? Anxiety therapist. Is there not a way that you could combine that to have content talking about those two different areas rather than you having to have two different accounts? Because that just feels like a lot of work to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of work. Um, yeah, the, the, the only difficulty is the, the history in how MECFS has been treated. Right. And there is an awful lot of backlash from the ME-CFS community because um, <laughs> some of the NHS guidelines has reported it as an, a, a psychological illness. Correct. And it's absolutely not. <laughs> so as somebody who has suffered for a long time, and I've suffered with anxiety too, um, and it's not. Um, I'm not saying there's an element. There is a massive element. Anyone with... Um, a severe chronic illness that's life impacting has a mental health element to it, absolutely. But to treat it just as, yeah, wrong. I see, and, I see, yeah, and that's why it's for me, yeah. I think anybody with that would need some mental health help as well. But yeah, it's just this whether there's going to be a backlash because they think that's the way I'm seeing it, yeah. and I'm not cool. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah it's a tricky, tricky political one no I'm, i understand i understand oh thank you for sharing and thank you for coming into the room and supporting me today today joe i really appreciate it um yeah and i really appreciate you being here thank you very much my darling oh you're very welcome <laughs> you're a job. i shall uh, put my notifications on oh do 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 <laughs> thank you and yeah and just another reminder and ricky reminded me there is a greenhouse at the top if you could click on that and uh, become a member. This is for everyone listening. If you could become a member of the group, um, that would be magic. Um, and if you click on the bell on my profile, then uh, you'll get notified when I go live next. I've just realised we've been we've been talking an hour. I swear to God, I I literally thought this could be like a fifteen minute room. I'd convinced myself I was going to come in, do the introduction. Nobody was going to speak, and then I was going to wrap it up in fifteen minutes and just bounce. But we've been going for an hour. Uh, I'm well chuffed with that, um, and I'm so grateful for you guys for coming up and speaking. Um, a couple of you got your mics open. Does anybody want to have any last words before we go? Um, Juliana? Yes, I'm sorry. 
Oh, sorry. Who was that? I'll come to you in a sec, Michelle. <laughs> Hi, Juliana. Hello, Raven. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I, I have been trying to get to you even from the back channel. I'm not sure if I was doing it right, but I do need desperately need your expertise. To, oh, let's to talk on on the. On, on on my web page to create a web page and I need to learn all about social media uh, but I, I basically I know how to go about with the posting thing I'm not I, I, there there's a lot of content that I'm not allowed to post because of my work um, there's a lot of confidentiality involved so um, I, I I don't know what else to post because <laughs> I'm so busy. There are so many things that I'm not allowed to post. And then I'm, I get so busy that I, I don't know what else to post. So the only thing I could post was my, my, my beloved children and me when we have actually a, a nice moment because that was social media has been a platform of um, memories. Uh, like It's like a diary for me. That's why I, I started Facebook a long time yeah. ago. The only reason I started is because I miss my best friend who's gone home to Finland and I miss her so terribly and she blackmailed mm. me into, into opening a Facebook <laughs> account. You, just, you open a Facebook account, oh, I'm not going to write you any more emails because I, I, I want to see you. I want to see how you're doing. I want to see how, how you're really doing. I want to see pictures. And I'm like, what for? <laughs> so I, you know, I didn't understand the whole concept of this social media. So I started doing Facebook all for the benefit of keeping that friendship. Because I loved her so much and I missed her so much. And then yeah. after that, it became a family thing. When, when I moved from country to country, I realized that, hey, that Facebook has become a wonderful diary of how we keep each other informed. And, it, you know, I, all have to, I, I don't always... I always like, but even if people don't like, put likes on me, it doesn't matter to me because that was not the purpose of yeah. me being putting on Facebook. It, it, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. Yeah. I have zero ego when it comes to that. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> so, but, you know, I, it, it's a face, it's a memory diary. Uh, but now that I'm older and wiser, uh, I have recently become a single mom. So I want to learn how to monetize via social media. Now, that's where you come in. <laughs> I need you to be my, my very god sister and, and, you know, sprinkle some dust on me and, and, and help me to, to, to generate that sort of income. But in the most... Um, um, in the most um, appropriate way that that's the yeah. word to use. Yes. That sounds magic. Yes, yes. Juliana, I agree. I started my Facebook as kind of a diary as well, which is why mine is quite um, really so personal and the stuff that I share. Um, but I would love to chat with you. Let's have a let's organize a little chat in the back channel. Um, I need to figure out how to do it on this computer, but we'll have a little chat and we'll um, book a we'll book a call together and. Um, We'll have a little chat and try and, and I'll try and help you with uh, with some of that. That is that all right? I'm just gonna text you my my mobile yeah, number so we can we can just uh, get on a call to get together at some point. Okay. Yes, that Thank sounds you for listening. absolutely Bye, magic. Thanks, Juliana. Have an amazing day. Bye. Um, I I think we're gonna wrap the room. Anybody got any last words before we go? <laughs> you no, know, for me, just to say thank you for having me. It's been a great room. I've enjoyed it. So oh. how often are you going to be running these rooms? Is it going to be on a weekly basis or daily basis? Um, I'd like to go daily, but I'm having conflict because there's, there's uh, timings and... Um, 
and uh, you know obviously there's some other groups that I really really like being a part of as well my my thought process is to try and do it before the school run um every day something you maybe a 7 30 to 8 30 kind of slot um but I don't know how realistic that will be with trying to sort my daughter in and get her out um but I think maybe for next week I'm gonna try and do a couple more 12 p.m shows um and see, guys, do you want to just quickly unmute for me and just um, one by one, just tell me what time of day works really well for you on a Monday to a Friday? I think the 7, 7.30 or 8.30 slot's going to clash with some of the other property groups. I know. That's what I was, that's, that was my struggle. Uh, it's best to look at all the ones that you know that you sort of like are into as well. Yeah. And just do it like that. And it's better to have maybe say twice a week or once a week that you definitely know you can do yeah. and be consistent yeah rather than yeah chopping and, and changing yeah yeah i just wanted to say thanks loving this and uh, i'm a bit like ricky i'm sort of like getting to know how to do the social media stuff so <laughs> it's fantastic first lockdown i started my uh business instagram and my linkedin so i'm happy with the linkedin how that looks but i've not been doing stuff on it recently whereas i was doing a lot in the beginning um and the uh yeah instagram thing i'm not posting a lot but i put my first project up there which is great because i didn't have anywhere to put the pictures so now i have <laughs> so we'll see and I love Joe's stuff because my, um, listening to Joe earlier, because my son had CFS, chronic fatigue syndrome, for two years when he was 10 to 12 um, in secondary school after having glandular fever. So loved hearing about that. Oh. Yay. But yeah, no, loving it. Thanks. But yeah, I mean, timing wise, just look at the other rooms. Yes. Look, you definitely don't want to clash. You want people to be going, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or even when people are driving in the car and they can add or something, sort of like early before the, the evening stuff comes on. I don't know, but that might be yeah. with your daughter. Yeah, so yeah, I did think about an evening slot, maybe a six till seven or seven to eight pm. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure out what works really. Um, and obviously, I've kind of got to fit it around my diary and clients and things like that as well. So, trying to figure that out. Um, can I just um. Thank you all for being here. And also, I just want to say hello to gorgeous Lisa Barry, who's just joined us at the bottom. We talked about you earlier, Lisa. Um, <laughs> hello. Sorry. I'm so sorry, I made. It's okay. It's okay. Um, we were talking about, um, who was it? Ricky and Shaq were having a chat earlier about content calendars and content pillars. And I said I'd really like to do a room uh, talking about... Um, content right and how to best use content and i was saying how you are for me the queen of uh, content and um putting you on the spot now do you think we could uh, put, a, put a little room together and we can to put... spend more time with you remy i do a room on anything oh bless you my favorite subject <laughs> go on then you've twisted my arm but i won't be late if i we will we will schedule it in advance so you, you've got plenty of notice that'll be absolutely magic and um we'll benefit you guys so much because lisa is the queen of uh of content give her a follow guys if you've not um met lisa barry um she is my uh content coach and um she's helped me put my mission statement and my mission purpose together which really helped me focus my business so give lisa a follow she's um up hey, on queen. stage <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you ragging me back to um, to 
clubhouse I, I played with it for a while I got proper FOMO when everyone got it and went and bought an iPhone and then lasted about a week and then just got distracted with well other other areas of you know there's always so many things to do but Remy Remy is bringing me back in the space and I couldn't think of anyone better Aww. to come back here with so so yeah. ignore the fact that my profile looks a bit shit <laughs> queens, queens can have any kind of profile that's good to know that's good to know I'll remember that <laughs> oh, I've absolutely loved this today I was so genuinely absolutely petrified doing this and like I said sweaty palms I was pacing I've got sweaty armpits like just proper I was scared because I, I I just assumed I was going to be here, no one would be here, and uh, I'd fall flat on my face. So I'm so grateful. We've had at one point we had 32 people here, which is not bad for a launch show, and um, and you guys have really supported and asked some wicked questions. Um, I did forget to say I am recording this, <laughs> so it is recorded, um, and I would like to put it out on the podcast. If anyone doesn't want to be included, I, I know I should have said this at the beginning, so apologies, proper rookie mistake please let me know and i will edit you out um that's not a problem at all um but i i wanted to share my first uh, clubhouse room um that's the little mental note i've just made to make sure i write in the description that it is recorded um but honestly if anyone doesn't want their voice out there i have no problems with cutting your section out at all for those of you who have spoken everyone else in the audience thank you so much for being here um Say thank you so much, Remy. You're doing a brilliant job. I'm podcast away. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I just wanted to say that I, I really like the 12 o'clock slot. I know okay. that was a question in the yes. beginning. I think for me, I, I'm not very good at multitasking that well. So I like to really kind of concentrate. And 12 o'clock means that I can eat my lunch. And I can <laughs> yes. eat my mouthful and, uh, and uh, chat in. So, yeah. so I, I like your 12 o'clock. And oh. Michelle, I'm so glad that your, your son is so much better. Yeah, That's me too. To Best of luck with the rest of it, Remy. I will keep listening. Thank you, my darling. Yes, maybe maybe it becomes a lunchtime show. Who knows? We'll we'll see. Um, but I've just found on this um on this this computer thing that I'm on, this clubhouse version, I've just found some sound effects. So before I go, I just want to give a little clap to everyone. Let's see if this works. <laughs> the child in me. I love that, Remy. How do you do that? Is it on the computer then? On the now. Hold on, look, I've got a comedy thing as well. Hold on, Ricky, hold on. What's this? There we go, we've got a boom boom and we've got a ding. There we go. Um, I'm gonna play with this now. I'm gonna I'm on something called Club Deck, um, Ricky. Um, you download it and it basically is Clubhouse but on a computer, but it's like really confusing, and I should absolutely not have done this on my first launch show because I was trying to find where everything is, and then it also logs you out of your phone app. So I um I couldn't get on the phone to even see people or move people up. Or so if, if you did raise your hand, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm trying to figure this out but it lets you do audio effects Ricky and so what I want to do is I, I've got some music uh, my friend in New York Boogie Bob sent me some music some cool music so what I want to do is play some music at the start of the show uh, and at the end of the show to make this an actual professional sounding outfit so um, I had a little look online and found this thing where I can upload music and effects and stuff like that to make the show really cool um, so it will get better as I <laughs> as I figure out how to use this uh, new platform. Um, but thank you all for being here. 
Um, it's been absolutely amazing. Thank you for showing so much love and support. And just coming up and giving me a little virtual hug is really what I needed because I was proper scared, like properly scared. Um, and yeah, I, I've done all the shout outs about following the club, following the room, following all the people on stage. Um, and then I'll just give one last shout out before I go. Um, I do have a Facebook group. Um, it's called the Growing and Glowing Building Your Business Group. I would love if you if you've loved my waffle and ramble today, please come and join me on my Facebook group. Um, I, it's where I kind of nurture relationships and build connections. And I would love you to come and join. Go to Facebook and search for Growing and Glowing uh, Building Your Business and you will find the group. If you'd like to come and join me there. Great. Next week we will be back. Um, it, I will I will um, set up the group over the weekend. Um, sorry, the room for the weekend. Let you know what time. It'll probably be a twelve o'clock for now. Um, but hopefully Monday, I might be able to hold another room and um, with another social media topic for you guys to come and join. So honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Um, now I need to figure out how to shut this room. <laughs> need to figure out how to shut the room down listen have a phenomenal weekend guys and um and uh i'll see you see you in the next in the next room next week thank, thank you, you guys. so much Remy. thank you guys thank you nice to meet y'all well done thank you um have a good evening everyone have a good day everyone and you have a good day I really don't know how to shut the room on here this let me know a... if you can't shut it i can shut it down for you remy you might have to rick And there we go. That is the end of the podcast. And I really want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast this week, for being here in, in my world and supporting all that is going on around the growing and the glowing Facebook community and what's going on with Remio Digital. I appreciate and love you. So thank you so much for being here and being present. If you haven't already, please, please, please do go and click subscribe wherever you're listening to this on your favourite podcast platform. Please do subscribe to this podcast. Um, and if you're feeling super generous, please do go ahead and share this podcast because I really want to make an impact and reach as many people as I can, whether it's small business owners, whether it's um, people who are just like you and I, who are on this journey of this thing that we call life, um, who want to be a part of this. So go ahead and share this with someone who you think or feel may get a lot out of this podcast. And before I go, um, if you'd like to be more in my world on a daily basis, please do come and join me in my free Facebook group. If you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash connection is everything, that's all one word, connection is everything, then you can come and hang out and be a part of this amazing community that I have fostered, nurtured and is growing every day. But until then, I will be back very soon with another podcast, um, you know, discussing all things online business, online business universe. And I hope you'll come back and listen to the next episode. Until then, stay safe, stay well, keep it real and keep it profitable. <laughs>